0: Hello again, this is Alistair Spears, publisher of Now Jakarta magazine, website, e-news, home life and social media, coming to you with another podcast about life in Jakarta and all that that pertains to. We're not really going to talk about COVID itself today, but the questions that come out of the crisis. One of the major questions that's beginning to emerge now is The role of foreigners in an economy, not just in Indonesia, but all around the world. Should foreigners still be allowed to work in countries when the locals are not able to stay in employment? How important are they? This is a question that's asked all the time in Indonesia, where we have very few foreigners left. Compared, for example, to Singapore, where... Fully 40% of the population are foreigners, which seems to bring them great wealth and strength. But now even in Singapore, there's questions being asked as to why should a foreigner have a job and a Singaporean not have one. The same has certainly been true in Indonesia for quite a long time with the national view that replacing foreigners is the best thing to do. And we certainly cannot complain about that. Now, the question is, who wants to be here and why? In Bali, we use a test which is very straightforward. Are you here to look after Bali or just look after yourself? A lot of people go to Bali just to have a good time and they think that they're helping Bali in doing so. But in fact, they're there because the lifestyle is good and the weather is good and the food is good. But should they really be allowed to be there? Are they adding to the economy? The same thing, of course, applies in Jakarta. And when I look at myself and ask myself, am I essential to this country, or am I just looking after my own interests to be here and to be publishing magazines? It's really a, a, something which one has to think about when you've been staying here as long as I have, and now we're facing this crisis. It's getting to the point that I'm one of the longest staying residents in Jakarta, even though I'm a foreigner, as I now approach my 42nd year of living here. So the question is, what does the city really mean to me, and what do I mean to the city? And is that any different to all the other 10 million citizens who live here, and the other 10 million who come to work here every day? I thought a bit better take a long, hard look at Jakarta and see what it really is that keeps me here and am i essential are we all essential to being here in jakarta during this crisis now every city is unique but when you get to this size a city of many parts becomes obvious london has its boroughs paris its arrondissements, new york its distinct villages and areas but jakarta makes it much more complicated than most of those cities Navigating your way around here is a real tour, chore, but let's try. First of all, Jakarta is not a city, it's a province, and within the province there are five cities, North Jakarta, South, East, West, and Central, and each of those have a mayor, by the way, plus the Thousand Islands, that's a collection of some hundred islands just offshore, and that's part of Jakarta too. But then, the city is split into what we can call character zones, swanky menteng, posh Indah, expat Kemang, leafy kabaioran, and so on. There are lots of those, some shall we say in better repair than others. You see, it is not easy to define this city. But we're not close to finishing yet, there are also the suburbs which are part of the city but are really commuter towns and some of them are not even in the city proper, I mean province. For example, Kalapagading, Bintaro, Kamayoran, Teneri, which house millions of citizens. Then finally we get to the satellite cities, which were built on greenfield sites outside the city borders, Bumi Serpong Damai, Lipo Karawachi, Panta Inda Kapuk, Alam Sutra, and more, each different, each with its own appeal and its own challenges. All this creates a real mega city, which when you then add in neighboring towns, which are more or less joined to Jakarta, it gets nicknamed Jabodetabek de Tabek or something like that. It changes all the time now, which includes and sometimes excludes Bogor, Tangerang, Bekasi and Depok. Confused? I'm not surprised. It's easier for me to understand because everything outside the city, the core city, has been built bit by bit Bit by huge bit since I arrived, but for those coming fresh to this megalopolis, it must be a real challenge. When I arrived, the city ended in Kamang. What is now fly over Antasari was fields and trees. As was Ponto Inda, Chalandak was out of town. As was far distant Cheneri. Now it's a vast conurbation. Hard to see where one bit stops and another starts. And for visitors dependent on Google Maps, good luck. But what is it like to live in? Honestly, it's pretty good when you get beyond the constant traffic, the air pollution, the lack of good infrastructure, the loss of original culture and all the other frequent complaints. Sorry if you can get past these challenges, I should say. The supermarkets are stocked with virtually everything you need. Some at silly prices, but that's understandable. There are great restaurants, hotels that match anything in the world. Amazing huge malls, excellent schools, quality cinemas, and really good golf courses. Do we need anything else? Now, of course, most of those are closed or semi-closed during this COVID crisis. But when they reopen, they are really world-class, most of them. Now, add to that, there's real freedom to worship. Um, and relative safety and security. Yes, I know there is a reputation, but day to day it's not really a problem at all. And genuinely nice people. Of course, Descartes are city people, so like New York or Paris, they have their quirks, but the smiles are honest and their attitude is on the whole very welcoming. Possibly more so than the aforementioned cities. Now, does that answer the question? Should living here be good for me or should i be good for jakarta in fact living anywhere depends on how much effort you put in to take advantage of the distinct opportunities the city offers so you have to work at it but it's there and here are some of my ideas first of all don't eat fast food Sorry guys, I know it's a great temptation but discover the delights of top-level Indonesian cuisine equally fast and far, far more interesting. Just be careful not to overdo the goreng gorengan which have left quite a few Indonesians with diabetes amongst other dietary problems. Don't watch TV. Go to the many cultural performances there are. Here. World Standard Concerts in Aula Sinfonia and Taman Ismail Marzuki, and Erasmus House and a lot of the foreign um, cultural associations have really really good performances. Not at the moment again but they will come back. There's so often in hotels and local venues as well some really good um, uh, performances which take place. Watch out! For the world-class jazz festivals, the pop concerts and the, the major festivals are here. They are happening and they are very good. Lastly, take advantage of the golf courses, which are great. Now, if you don't play golf, this is a great place to start. The, um, also, take advantage of the Thousand Islands, which are seriously underused. And spas, which are mostly cheap and excellent. Once again, all of those things a little bit on hold at the moment, but we have got lifestyle, affordable lifestyle options in Jakarta, which are better and more accessible than virtually any other city. Of course, for visitors, this extraordinary city needs some explaining. It's not simple, organised and efficient like Singapore, or bustling and frenetic like Hong Kong, or should I say as Hong Kong used to be. It's busy and bustling and bumptious, but the charm is here. The service in hotels and restaurants is top-class, but still full of personality, and the smiles are genuine. The offices in Central Jakarta are clean and modern, the attitude to business, honest and straightforward, Did I really say that? Well, still stay alert. There are still some unscrupulous characters around. After work, the bars and restaurants, the spas and nightlife are just excellent. As once again, when they reopen. So why have I stayed here for 40 years? All of the above and a little bit more. This is a country that still has culture and tradition. They're not so much in Jakarta. In these Google and Facebook days, it has pride and humility in the same breath. It faces the future with a brave face and a slightly concerned heart. It's honest and it's unique. And post-COVID and many crises, resilient. It's been through more crises than most people have hot dinners. And it still is Jakarta. So welcome to this great big durian, as some people call it, My home for 40 years, I still don't understand it, but perhaps some of the above explains some of the charm. As to whether we are still useful here, that's a question only the authorities can answer. I know most of us come to add value to Jakarta, to the country. If we're not here to add value, then I agree we should go home. But for those who are here to help Indonesia through the crisis... Please understand us, look after us and welcome us as we welcome the opportunity to be here. This is Alistair Spears from Now Jakarta signing off on this podcast and hope that you are staying safe, staying well and stay here. Thank you.